You're listening to the Yoga Teacher Resource Podcast. Knowledge, techniques, and inspiration for your teaching and your practice. I'm your host, Mado Hesselink. If you're a yoga teacher who loves learning, is passionate about spreading the benefits of yoga, and desires more resources to support your teaching, you're in the right place. Let's get started with today's episode. Hi, Mado. This is Joan Haas. I live in Grass Valley, California. I'm 62 years old. I've been teaching since I was 40. My question is kind of tricky. I don't even know how to put it into words. I'm definitely feeling somewhat burnout. I feel that the more seasoned I get, the more I am critical of other things. I get thinking about the students that come to my class all the time, week after week, a couple times a week, that I'm not fresh. And I get really excited and happy when I have new people. So I guess my question is, what is it about keeping the loyal people with you, but also feeling energized when you have new people because whatever you're doing in class is new to them and you want to give that to them and like it and the other people you feel like it's redundant. So Joan, you have been teaching a really long time, 22 years, I think. And in that time, your awareness of what yoga is and also what is most important in teaching yoga has probably changed a lot. Your students, as they went on that journey with you, the ones that have been around for a long time, have probably matured with you. I love your question because I I think it speaks to several different themes here. 22 years is a really long time to be doing something. So first, I would say, be really gentle on yourself when you have these thoughts and you notice these patterns. This is exactly what you're supposed to be doing as a yoga practitioner, is noticing your thoughts, noticing your reaction, noticing your patterns, and then inquiring, questioning them. Recognize that by having this question and noticing this pattern, you're already on the right track. You're already doing your practice and your job. When it comes to teaching something that we have a lot of experience and a broad perspective on, it can seem like we are just repeating ourselves over and over. And one thing that I have continuously just been fascinated by is how many times I can say something and think I'm being super clear And the person just only picks up a portion of it or misinterprets it. So one thing I would get curious about is how do your students feel about the way you teach? Do they feel like you are being repetitive and not bringing enough new information in? Or do they love that sense of knowing what they can expect when they come to your class? For a lot of people, that sense of, I know pretty much what this person's going to do and say is actually a great source of comfort to them. That is a reason for them to keep coming back to the person again and again. Like it's a gift to them to have that consistency. One thing you might do is actually invite one or a few of your most loyal long-term students to have tea or coffee with you and just a chat and get their take on what it's like to take your classes. That's a super interesting perspective to 
see this relationship that you've been in from one side to see the other side of it. Just having that conversation with your current students could provide a bit of a spark and a reinvigoration for your excitement for teaching them. Hearing the type of impact you're having and also trying to figure out what are they missing? What have you been trying to communicate to them but they haven't been getting? Then you can, if you figure that out, you can focus on communicating differently. And that might provide some of the feeling of newness and difference that you've been missing. A lot of times when yoga teachers tell me that they feel afraid of boring their students or that they feel this pressure to come up with new stuff all the time, what's really going on is that they feel bored and that they want some excitement, some invigoration into their teaching. And it sounds like for you, teaching new people, teaching people who have never heard this stuff before provides you with that. But a question to ask yourself is, where else can you get that? Are you attending classes or trainings with some of your teachers? And when you do, put yourself into the space of your student. Are you expecting your teachers to be constantly innovating and coming up with new information? Or are you really interested to hear how they explain something that you already know? Are you interested to get a new nuance or a layer in something that you didn't realize had more depth? Like you already knew it, but it had more depth than you thought. In addition to looking for other ways to refresh your own spark, I think it's perfectly fine to acknowledge that you really love teaching beginners or teaching people who haven't been exposed to your perspective yet. And I think it would be an amazing thing to look for more opportunities to do that. Could you teach intro to yoga sessions in different communities? How could you do outreach and find people that haven't been exposed to your message yet? I think you can find a balance between not abandoning the people who have been with you for a really long time, but also recognizing that it is in everybody's best interest for you to stay engaged with your process of teaching and to feel like your teaching is making an impact. Something that I think is really fun and valuable to do every once in a while is to sit down and ask yourself, If I could just completely have a blank slate and decide what do I want to do with my life? What do I want my entire life to look like? What do I want my teaching life, my career to look like? And really let your imagination run wild and be very, very honest with yourself because there's no consequences, no negative consequences to this type of exercise. It's really about trying to tap into what's your subconscious telling you? What are some things that have maybe been going on below the level of conscious awareness that have been influencing you and determining your mood or influencing your mood and your approach, but you haven't really brought them out and examined them? So when you start to feel the sense of inner conflict with your teaching and the way that your teaching is set up, I think that's a great opportunity to say, okay, let's play a fantasy game. What if there were no limits? What if there were no rules? What would I create? And 
once you have that written down and hopefully you have a really fun, free time just fantasizing, then you can look at that and ask yourself, out of all of these things, what is possible for me to create right now? And which of these things that I have fantasized about or thought about could I just use as influences when I have decisions to make in the future? In some of the work that I do with yoga teachers in training them how to run a sustainable business and manage their time better and set goals and work towards their goals, I acknowledge that most of us don't have the freedom to just completely switch everything up all at once. And even if we did have that freedom, we probably wouldn't want to. That would be like confusing and hard. But when we get clear on what kind of changes we would like to work towards in the future, then we can be alert and awake to opportunities to move in that direction. And with those little incremental changes, we can make over time really big shifts in our life. Above all, Joan, I want you to know that feeling this way and asking these questions does not mean there is anything wrong with you or with the way that you're teaching. It's just part of how we're wired that when things get too easy, when we really master things, that's when we start desiring and craving other sources of challenge and fresh perspectives and experiences even. The other question to ask yourself, which I sort of alluded to earlier, is how nourishing is your practice for you? Because if you have a practice that feels really alive for you, a personal practice, then there's always going to be new insights and new dimensions to bring to your classes and your students. But if your own practice feels kind of rote or stale, or if you don't have your own practice and, and you really are just teaching other people and not exploring on your own, that can also lead to that feeling of burnout. The funny thing about yoga is that at its essence, it's very, very simple. And yet the ways that we can engage with it are incredibly complex and varied. So you want to make sure that your relationship to yoga feels fresh. And trust that whatever you bring to your loyal students, either they're gonna, it's going to be what they want and need and they're going to keep going, or they're going to move on. And either one of those is just fine. So as a yoga teacher and a mature yoga teacher, your opportunity is to approach this from both sides. On the one side, to recognize this pattern and see it and say, yeah, that's normal. I'm allowed to feel this way. And on the other side, to ask yourself, and what small changes could I make that would support me, nourish me, reinvigorate me? and inspire me to keep doing this work over the long run. I hope this was helpful, Joan. Thank you so much for asking the question, and thank you for caring enough to teach yoga.